Welcome to Discover Grace Podcast, a podcast made for finding God's grace in a disgraceful world. Youth pastors Garrett Lamb and Dalton Dickerson will be discussing practical truths and convicting topics from God's Word. Join us in striving together to build a stronger love for God and love for others. Hey everyone, welcome to Discover Grace Podcast. I am your host Garrett, here with Dalton. And Dalton, we had a pretty eventful weekend last weekend. We talked about it on the podcast last week. Unfortunately, my Mountaineers could not beat your Oklahoma Sooners. Yes. I'm still having a hard time with it, man. Yeah, mid- midnight terrors. Uh, just that, that last possession, man, kind of yeah. lost the game for y'all. I know. So. I, I had such a good feeling about it. And then we got like seven, eight minutes left in the game. And I just knew. If there's any other Mountaineer fans hanging out there, I'm, I'm a huge Mountaineer fan, but I just knew that we were going to do something <laughs> to mess the game <laughs> up, man. And we did. We we shot ourselves in the foot and uh, Oklahoma got away with one. So like I mean, every if, good West Virginia fan says, <laughs> hopefully next year. <laughs> uh, if there's one thing that West Virginia always has going for them, that's that's the theme the theme song. Yeah, that's true. Country yeah, that's, roads, probably the, that's probably the best thing you'll have. Yeah, and they and they had that on the they've started putting that on the back of the helmets now. So oh, really? it's a part of us, man. Um, so yeah, it, that was a rough one. But uh, I had an interesting day yesterday. And uh, of course, when this podcast um releases, I will already been moved to Ohio. But uh I had a crazy day yesterday. So me and my wife are just enjoying enjoying Chicago one last time, um, downtown, just walking around. Didn't do like a lot of activities, just uh walk around the city, just enjoying it. It was a beautiful day in Chicago yesterday. And we go to this Italian restaurant. So she, she loves Italian food. We're sitting down and I get a phone call and it's no caller ID coming up. So typically I wouldn't answer that call. Like I would never answer that call if I don't really know who it is. But one of my friends, Hayden Branch, he, he has a phone. and, And for whatever reason, most of the time when he calls me, it shows up as no caller ID. So I'm thinking it's probably him. You know, he doesn't just usually call me out of the blue. So I'm like, maybe he needs something. So I answer the phone and it is the apartments that we're going to be moving into. And the lady's like, Hey, is this Garrett? And I said, yeah. And she's like, well, I have really bad news. And I'm like, all right, no. (laughs) And so this is, this is on Tuesday in the week and we're supposed to move on Friday. So three days. And she's like, uh, there was a really bad water leak in the apartment that you're going to be moving into. And unfortunately it's not going to be ready on Friday and we have no timetable to tell you when it's going to be ready. And I'm like, stink, man. Like I, I don't have a lease anymore in Indiana. And so I, I have to move, like I have to go somewhere. So, you know, I, I worked for an apartment complex when I was, uh, you know, 17, 18 years old. So I knew that getting into an apartment is not easy. Like it's, it's not like you can just show up and move in. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm scrambling and I, I call one of the places we applied for before. They tell me, no, we don't have anything open until January. Wow. Now this, this is the, the fat, like one of the fastest growing areas in the country. So places fill up so fast. Then I call the second place that we had, uh, you know, considered going to. I'm like, hey, do you guys have anything open? I explain the whole situation. And they tell us, no, we don't have anything till December. 
but she was like, let me, let me just check around and see if, if I can find anything. I was like, all right. So I wait for about 30 minutes. She calls me back. And, um, the lady that had showed us the apartment, um, of that apartment complex that I just called, she had actually moved over and she started managing a brand new one that they just opened. So it's, it's like a community of, of, uh, apartment complexes that they've been building up. So they're super nice, like first class, brand new, everything. So I, I call her and we get, in, we get in touch with her. She gives us the contact info, start talking back and forth. And anyways, long story short, um, she gets us in an apartment. And so we're going to have a place to move into on Friday. Wow. But for a little bit there, we were a couple hours there. We were going to be homeless. I mean, if that wasn't so, God, I don't know what it was. Oh man. I know Lord really, really gave us somewhere to stay. Um, and I don't, I don't know what happened with that other one, to be honest. Now, I've heard the, of, the apartment you're moving into. Is this brand new apartment complex? Yeah. Brand, brand new. Wow. No one's ever lived in this apartment that we'll be moving into. So the Lord worked it out. Like it's, it's going to be great. Um, that other apartment complex. I, I don't know what happened because they, the people I talked to <laughs> said, you know, they're like, I don't want to say they're lying, but they probably subleased it to some or like leased it to someone else and they leased it to you. So they mm. just chose between one of them and they're like, or they just leased an apartment they shouldn't have because they were under new management. It wasn't the same guy that I talked to. So it was, it was kind of crazy. It was, yeah. it was a crazy couple hours. Yeah. That, that seems pretty crazy. That, uh, that definitely is frightening. Yeah. Um, so that you can live in the church basement. So <laughs> I don't know if that would work out. <laughs> I'm thinking, man, like I'm going to have to move back in with my parents. What's going on? Honestly, I thought you were going to say one of the teenagers from the church you're going to prank called you. Oh no. That's where I was getting at, but no, that would have been better. Honestly, <laughs> that would have been a lot better. But yeah, that was my, that was my day yesterday. So it was a pretty, pretty eventful day, but hmm. Lord came through. He came through in the end. Amen. <laughs> so Awesome, man. Well, I, I think uh, we're ready to talk about the, the topic that we're discussing today. You ready, Dalton? Yeah, I think so. Let's, let's hop into it. All right, let's do it. So really the topic that we want to uh, touch on today is going to be talking about addictions. And uh, we really just want to break it down and uh, talk about it on a, a practical level um, where I think everybody struggles with some things um, from time to time, or you have a hard, fast thing that, that really gets to you. And, um, and the first thing that we really want to discuss and, and, and describe is what an addiction is. And, and Dalton, talk about that a little bit and what an addiction is. All right. Well, uh, an addiction is simply um, when you like a, a, a football team and they're consistently not good and you're just addicted to the colors, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. That was for West Virginia. No one caught that. No, but uh, addiction, you know, just simply you can break it down. You can look at different definitions. Uh, I, I believe it's, it's a habit that forms physical or mental actions uh, that, that causes harm. Uh, or it could be, you know, something that, that causes like a strong desire that's going to affect your decisions. So you know that you should you have this responsibility or, or maybe it's a, something you need to get done, uh, but you have this this overwhelming desire to whatever fill in the blank it is uh, and, and you can't get that done. And addiction just really takes away your time. Uh, it hurts you, you know, mentally. It hurts you physically. Uh, it could um, hurt you psychologically. And, and there's a lot of different types of addiction that we're going to be talking about. Uh, but really, it just it's going to cause uh, uh, some some downside on on your 
uh, your body, again, your, your mental thought mm -hmm. and just uh, how effective you are in your daily life. Yeah, definitely. And uh, that's, that's really exactly what addiction is. And I read a statistic online now, you know what they say about statistics? Like you can't trust them. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> yeah. where the sources are, but um, this statistic kind of stood out to me that um, <clears throat> that such a high percentage of people in America struggle with some sort of addiction. Hmm. So it said that 21 million Americans have at least one addiction. Now, you know, it's not saying 21 million Americans are struggling with a strong drug addiction or alcohol addiction, but um, even even a small addiction as far as like something that I would nest, I, I would kind of fall in that category is I, I cannot stop biting my nails. It's a bad mm -hmm. habit, but it is something that I've tried to stop and I haven't been able to stop it. And that <laughs> stuff like that, people struggle with different, different stuff. That's not necessarily what we're going to be talking about today. It's biting your nails, but, but 21 million Americans, that's a lot of Americans that, uh, that struggle with an addiction in some sort mm -hmm. and, uh, and really types of addictions that you look at it, you know, going down the line, eating can be addiction, gambling, video games. Uh, pornography, drugs, alcohol, social media. And uh, those are just the few that I thought of that. And there's, there's much more that people struggle with and that sit in the church pews each and every week um, that really struggle with some of these addictions. And, uh, and some of these things aren't bad. There's nowhere in the Bible that, that tells us that, you know, social media is bad. Um, our podcast uses social media. This, this is a form of, of media. And, uh, and then even, you know, eating, obviously we have to eat uh, to stay alive, but these yeah. are things that it's something that if we take it and use it in excess or use it where it becomes something that is, is so important to us that we can't go without it. Um, it, it's, it's something that takes over our life. That's an addiction. Mm -hmm. And, and I think a lot more people struggle with an addiction than they, than they think they would. You know, you see the title of this podcast, you might think, oh, I'm good. I don't struggle with anything like an addiction, but social media, a lot of people struggle with that addiction of social media. Um, you know, it's scientifically proven that, you know, the, the things in our minds, you know, not to get too much into it, but the dopamine that triggers in your mind mm -hmm. off of a, a like from a post or a comment or people talking about what you posted, it forms this high in your mind to where when you don't have that and you're not constantly scrolling and seeing that you can't go without it. And that's why people are on social media and on their phones all the time mm -hmm. is because they can't go without those things. And, uh, and that's really, that, that's, that's a problem, you know? And I know that from time to time, there's always people that, that are going to struggle with that. And from time to time, I, I know that I can get that way and I have to step away from it and just take a break from, from social media or other areas of my life. Yeah. And, and when you think about like addictions, you said, like a lot of us may think, Oh, you know, I'm fine. I'm not, you know, in the change of addiction and I'm not, you know, fighting it out, you know, knockout drag out every day. Uh, but if we really look at it and we look at the, the different types, you know, you might not be struggling with, you know, meth or cocaine, right. uh, but maybe you do have a problem with technology or maybe it's, it's like a, you know, lying or, or social media, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, it, and I think if we look at it, you even look at caffeine, I, I believe caffeine can be a type of addiction. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll, we'll talk about, you know, just some of the, the effects of that. But, you know, I, I read a statistic, it says one out of 10 adults struggle uh, with being addicted to alcohol, and they just can't mm -hmm. get rid of that. 
And that's that's pretty powerful. <clears throat> you you kind of you you kind of when you think of being addicted, you think of marijuana or opioids or you know some type of substance related. But uh, there are a lot of people that struggle with alcohol still, and I believe there's a lot of caffeine people out there. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you can't go a, you know a day without a cup of coffee without getting a massive headache, that should tell you something. Right. Uh, your brain is having a, a withdrawal, and you kind of you talked about dopamine. Um, uh, right now at our church, we took it in college too. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the Conqueror series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it helps men fight the the stronghold of your mind, uh, and then also through pornography. Our church is taking it right now, and there's a lot of mm-hmm. men in the church that are doing it. It's been awesome. Uh, but we we took a a class the other day, and uh, it talked about dopamine in the the brain, just how mental addictions and strongholds can be. Uh, and just how that release, yeah, when when you get that like on Instagram, that your your brain releases uh, dopamine, and mm-hmm. it does that, and that's that's a God made um, function. But so many times we have hijacked uh, that dopamine, and we, mm-hmm. um, you know, we uh, we have an excess of it. Um, there's a the study they did, and this is again through the Conqueror series. I don't want to steal their thunder. Um, but they had a bunch of rats and they plugged a dopamine um, tube to their brain. And, and there was a little button in the cage they had that when they hit it, it would send that, that, that dopamine to their brain. And again, that, that immediately sends pleasure. And they had food there. They had water in the cage and even said they had a, another female rat in the cage. Um, but all of the, the rats that they hooked up like that all died of overdose because they were just hitting that button, just to release that dopamine over and over. And a lot of times that's how we are. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we just want that, that pleasure, that high of, you know, just, uh, you know, whether that be from work, you know, working all day and being addicted to that, or, you know, having the latest technology or, or, or watching, looking for the, the latest post or, or, or some that, that are on, you know, pornography. And it's mm-hmm. so we, we hijack that, that natural God given function. Yeah. And I, I think, you just touched on it right there. Something that I was going to say is, is, isn't that what Satan always does? He always mm-hmm. wants to take something God meant for good and turn it into something that is overpowering and, and can take you over. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, some of these issues that we will touch on are they're, they're just, maybe you count them as a minor addiction um, or something that you don't really struggle with. And some of these are pretty serious areas that um, that can really destroy and damage your life and and your family's life um talking about pornography and and uh the conquer series that's that's a great series took it in college and mm-hmm. would highly recommend it to anybody um but it, it just so many areas even scientifically with your brain um physically and just looking at it from different aspects it's such a struggle for people once they start they they have a hard time getting out of it and uh and and that's really comes down to the fact that if they never would have watched in the first place, they wouldn't have been in that place. Right. And so, you know, most of the people that are listening to our podcast are, are pretty young of age, you know, somewhere in between the ages of about 17, 25 years old. And so some things you've probably never experienced yet. And uh, maybe with alcohol, with drugs, even maybe um, being addicted to pornography, but you know, those things can take a stronghold so bad on your life that it only takes, you know, a couple of times of, of getting that high to where you've, you're really just addicted to it. And, uh, and you got to 
guide yourself and, and guard your heart and your mind from those things. And, uh, and those, and those, those things that are going to hold you down and you have to examine yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, I think I've, I mentioned it before on the podcast, you know, alcohol has never been something that I've even wanted to partake of, you know, it's, it's not been a temptation for me. It's, it's not been something that I've ever struggled with. I've never tasted alcohol. It's never touched my lips, but I still, you know, don't want that to become a problem in my life. And, and I never want to have to say, you know, I tried it one time and I really just like the feeling of, of being around friends and, and drinking. And then next thing I know, my family, you know, years down the road is destroyed and broken up because of that very addiction that I could not get over. And, and then you take the other side of the, the spectrum with something like video games. Okay. Video games are something that I've played, you've played, we played them together before. And it's, it's not something that's bad. It's a, it's an activity that you can do. Um, but if it becomes something that rules your life, uh, it's, it's something that is above God. And, and the Bible is very clear that we shouldn't have anything above God. And, and that thing, that, that tie that we get off winning a game or, or enjoying being in a virtual reality, when those things come before God and they, they take and consume so much of our time, that becomes an addiction. And it's something that a lot of people struggle with that I feel like they don't think that they do. Yeah. And definitely, you know, when it comes you, you talked about, you know, video games and just some things that, that a lot of us would fall into that category of we've experienced, uh, but it's about balance. You know, if you have social media, you know, that's not evil. And you said, and you even said at the beginning, the Bible doesn't say thou shall not have Instagram, you know, yeah. but I mean, you should be very responsible about it and make sure that, you know, you're doing it in a way that would honor the Lord and you're not letting that consume your day. Same thing with games. You know, are you always on, you know, on that, that gaming system, you're always playing, you know, online mm-hmm. with your friends you know, do you lose track of time? Uh, you know, those are things to be aware of. And I, I believe gaming has became, you know, in the last, you know, 15 years have exploded yeah. just with the, the growth of technology and, and what they can do. And, and, you know, we've played the games, you know, 2K looks so real now. It's crazy. Uh, and so that's definitely um, something that has, I think, grasped and uh, locked on to our uh, culture it is definitely the gaming effect. And, of course, YouTube with you can watch people play games. You just you could spend all day, uh, you know, on, on playing games. You know, but I was thinking about another aspect of just when it comes to, you know, being addicted and, and you may not think you're in this area, but a lot of us are. I think, honestly, a lot of us are, are almost addicted to our phones. Mm, you know, yeah. you know, Gary, I don't know about you, but, um, you know, my average screen time, that, that's something that, that I see. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of the week, you'll get that little notification, I think, on Saturday or Sunday. I don't know when they send it. If you have an iPhone, it tells you your average screen time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and a lot of times for us, it's, it's in the upward of a couple hours. And I know, mm-hmm. you know, on your phone is, is you pay bills, you're banking, uh, you know, maybe some, some type of online college, or maybe, uh, you know, of course you have to message and call and work and all this other stuff. And there's a lot of things that our phone does for us, but I think a lot of us, we, we can't walk out of the room without it. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how many times, you know, think you checked your phone today? Um, it, I read a, a, a statistic and it said that we check our phones and again, it comes down to the, the age group and, you know, the culture, you know, where you live at, mm-hmm. but around 50 to 90 times a day, that's just a check to see if anything ha- has happened since we put it down. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know about you, Garrett, if you'd be honest enough, but I found myself 
honestly picking up my phone, opening it up and having no idea why I just opened up my phone. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just began to, you know, look around on some apps and notifications I got. And I, I waste like five minutes. I'm like, wow, what was I even getting on here to do? <laughs> yeah, I, I think a lot of us, you know, are, are addicted to our phone. I, I wonder how many of you that are right now riding in a car has checked your phone. You know, how many times, you know, four or five times you just flipped it over, you know, to see if anything's going on, you've missed anything, uh, make sure that you're up to time. And I think that can be very addictive. Just, uh, you know, always, you know, having to check that phone, always trying to stay up to date. Um and and real real quick, and I'll I'll, I'll get off the phone topic, um, but but there's a, a survey, and I, and I don't know who put it out there. I've read it in a book, uh, you know, this past year, but a high percentage of, of young teenagers or, or, or young adults rather um, had their phone in their pocket, walking throughout their day, and they did a survey, and multiple times they felt their phone buzz when it really didn't. I mean, mm. I don't know about you, Garrett, but I've been there. I've been yeah. walking along and. Oh, my phone, someone's trying to get a hold of me. And I look and there's it's nothing. You know, it's almost like our brain wants us to check our phone. Yeah. It's just wild. Yeah, yeah. I've I definitely can agree with everything you just said. Um, I've been in the same situations. And again, it's it's not something that we want to make, you know, such a big deal that that it's it's such this epidemic in so many areas, but um, you know, it's it's things that do get in the way of us serving God. And taking time where we could be doing things, even on on a society basis, where we could be doing things that are are good, just just to do. You know, you could be doing productive things that you're not doing because you're you're stuck on your phone or you're playing a video game. And you have to know yourself, right? You know, and examining yourself, you have to know what you struggle with. And you know, for a video game, for example, there was a time in my life when I was when I was in high school, you know, I, I played a lot of sports games, but today, if, if I play a video game, you know, I, let's say I, I play 2k with somebody, I I'm okay walking away from that and not playing for a long time. It's not really something that drags me in, but a, a phone, for example, you know, at this moment in my life, that's something, if, if I'm not conscious about it, I can, I can waste hours on there you know, scrolling through YouTube, watching Mr. Beast, dude, perfect, you know, going from video to video, maybe even, you know, trying to look up stuff, how to make passive income and, and just stuff that isn't bad. It's not a bad thing to, to take in, but something that becomes a, a bad thing because I've taken so much of it in when I could be doing a lot of other things that are either productive or they're, they're spiritual. And I've, I've not spent that time. And I think if you were to evaluate yourself, on how much you, you spend on your phone or video games or um, even eating in some cases for people, um, compare that to the time that you spent with the Lord. And it's pretty embarrassing. You know, I, my, my brother was my youth pastor for a while and he would have that same experiment. He would have us write down a lot of different things, like how many hours we sleep that, you know, per day. And um, when we were at school and, and just really taking down exactly our schedule and how much time we have left, and how much of that time did we spend with the Lord? And it was, it was pretty sad. Um, you know, I, I know for myself, I didn't see anybody else's, but the amount of time that I spent doing anything productive or anything that was spiritual that I would closer my walk with the Lord um, compared to the time that I spent doing things that really didn't matter. And we know, you know, me 
And Dalton, we don't spend every waking moment when we're not on a podcast or at work <laughs> in our Bibles constantly reading and praying uh, to God. Yeah, well, I can't speak for Dalton. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> but but you know, there there's a time to enjoy everything, right? But we can't let ourselves just fit in our time with God and and then so we can turn around and do the things we want to do. You know, we have to make an appetite for the things that are right. Um, good habits in our life. And um, in, a, in a book that I would recommend, um, it's not necessarily a spiritual book, um, but it's a book that I, it really helped me. It's called Atomic Habits. Habits, mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you've read that, Dalton, but it's a great book. Um, really, really, I would recommend reading that just for creating good habits in your life and not making bad habits out of, out of good things. Um, and just really breaking down your time, doing it wisely and not not making something an addiction that doesn't need to be an addiction. Um, whereas we look at drugs, alcohol, pornography, those are, those are the big ones, but the little ones, the little ones are the ones that take over our life very quickly. And we don't even realize it. Yeah. And and again, it starts, a lot of things start off as a habit and if you can catch it when it becomes a habit, it won't become addiction. And you can kind of cut off that line there, Mm -hmm. you know, but as we think about, you know, as I think about myself and as, as you think about yourself, uh, maybe you're listening to this podcast and, and you, you, you've been hearing us talk and you've been hearing the different statistics and different things that people struggle with. You know, we really need to evaluate ourselves and kind of check, you know, where we're at. And, and you mentioned, you know, comparing, you know, the, the time that we spend uh, throughout each day and compare it to the walk, uh, our walk with the Lord. And that's very convicting. You know, we see how much is temporal and how much is eternal. And it's very little that's eternal that we do each day. But, but if you think about, uh, you know, whether it be, you know, some substance related drug and I, and if you are struggling with that, you need to quickly try to cut that off and get some help there. Um, but even if it's a behavior problem, you know, whether it's, you know, the things we just mentioned, you need to ask yourself, you know, am I, am I, you know, slacking in, in some of my responsibilities or my work or my relationships because of this thing that's going on, whether it be a habit or addiction, mm-hmm. you know, do, do, do your desires change? You know, you know that you ought to be doing something, but because of you have a strong desire and strong, uh, uh, you know, brains is saying, you know, go do this, go do this. And, and you, you go do that and you lose sleep and, and uh, it's just really messing with you and other people are seeing it and they're beginning to ask you, those are definitely warning signs and just um, some caution signs you need to be aware of. Yeah. You know, I think about, you know, have I lost sleep because of this? You know, if I'm up on my phone until one o'clock in the morning, you know, it's affecting my sleep. It's affecting uh, my overall perf- performance uh, that in the next day. And those are things to think about, you know, as we evaluate yourself and you, and you kind of, you know, say, you know, am I struggling with caffeine or am I struggling with social media? You know, now we get to the point where you need to think about how to overcome uh, that habit or overcome that addiction. Uh, and I would say the first thing, and Garrett, I, I think you'd agree with me. I think you, the first thing you need to do is is eliminate the source. <laughs> you know, if you're if you're struggling with alcohol, it means you probably should take out the the beer out of the fridge. Uh, you know, you throw that out. That um, that would be probably the best thing to do. And you need definitely cut off the source and, and need to talk to somebody and get some help. Uh, but Garrett, what's some things that you think of you think about when it comes to overcoming a habit or an addiction? First thing I really think about is is getting help. You know, you have to get mm-hmm. help <clears throat> yeah. from, from other people and, uh, and really getting accountable with somebody else. Um, because as much as we want to do things better in our own life, if we don't find somebody that can help us out, it, we're going to fall pretty quickly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we fall back into that temptation, that sin in bad moments in our life. And uh, whether that be a, a pastor, whether it be your parents, um, or whether that be, you know, professional help from somebody that has learned that topic. And, um, you know, there's, there's different areas you can get help, but maybe even an authority in your life that you trust that they might not be able to help you exactly what you need, but they'll get you to somebody who can. And uh, you have to, to really, like you said, eliminate the source of what you're doing and get accountable with somebody um, that they, they can hold you accountable of what you do. And, and uh, whether that be, you know, with drugs and alcohol, that you make sure that you don't have any in the home or you don't have access or an avenue or still a friend in your life to where you can get, you know, that, that high from marijuana or from a heroin addiction, but, but finding those sources, cutting off all those sources and, um, and getting that accountable or accountability in your life to where you have that friend, you have that person authority in your life that at any time they can ask you how you're doing with it. You know, have you been struggling with it? And just that honesty, you have to be honest with yourself. You know, if you do struggle with something, you, you have to come to the honest realization that I'm struggling. And they say, you know, through the Conquer series that I went through and, and talking in the class, one of the hardest problems with that, with that particular addiction and with a lot of addictions is coming to grips with yourself that you do actually struggle with it and you can't get past it on your own. Um, and once you come to that realization, you're in a good place because you've already overcome a, a big hurdle. And, um, and a lot of times, you know, people in, in the Christian realm, will just say that you struggle with something or have an addiction. Well, you should just, you just need to read your Bible and pray. Mm-hmm. Well, those are great things. And 100%, you should do them. Um, they'll, they'll help you so much, but there's, there's other areas that, you know, if you just, if you just try to, to read your Bible and pray on your own, you know, God can help you with a lot. He will, but there's moments that Satan has in your mind and in your heart too. And, uh, and God places people in your life. Uh, on a particular reason for you to have that help and to have that accountability. And he wants you to ask them and, and, that, and to be close to them and get that thing taken care of. So whatever it is that you're struggling with or that you think that you really need to get over, get help with it and, and get accountable for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and I agree with everything you said, Garrett. There's some great, great thoughts there. You know, talking with someone, you need to get someone to keep you accountable. You need to come to realization that you have a problem. You need to get some help, you know, cut that source out. But, you know, lastly, I would say, you know, you need to set up some boundaries. And again, when it comes to, you know, when it comes to to drugs, you need to make sure that you're not around drug addicts, you know, or you're not going down streets that would have those, or you don't go down streets that have bars if you're an alcoholic. And just like that, you need to set up some boundaries in your life, whether it be a habit you have, whether it be an addiction that has taken hold on you and you can't get out and you've struggled with it, you need to set up some boundaries. Uh, you know, I think about, you know, pornography, you need to get a, a blocker on your phone. Uh, I, th- I think every, every guy should have it just for, uh, just for the, the, the protection that it offers, and especially for married people, just the security that would bring to your wife. Uh, and then also, I think about, you know, set up boundaries, you know, on your phone, when it comes to your time I know that you can put time limits on things, you might think that's, you know, like petty and for little children, but I believe it's important. Mm-hmm. And, and also when it comes to social media, uh, I think some of us need to take a break from it. Uh, I actually deleted, uh, I only have Facebook, me and my wife to join account. And so I logged out and deleted it off my phone for I think three weeks now. 
just because I found myself getting on Facebook for no reason. I just checked it 10 minutes ago. You know, why am I checking it again? Yeah. And so I deleted it. And again, I'm not saying Facebook's evil. You know, I'll probably download it in a week or so, but I just need to take a break from it. Right. And make sure you set up boundaries. Some of you, uh, you need to, to, to set your phone in the kitchen when you go to bed or give it to somebody when you go to bed or uh, so you don't stay up all night. Some of you need to have certain, you know, times where you play games and not let, don't play 10 hours worth of gaming. And you need mm-hmm. to cut that off. I mean, you just need to set up some boundaries. And just like our last podcast, if you didn't listen to that, go back and listen to it. I believe that would be a big help. Um, uh, I, I definitely enjoy talking about it with Garrett, but just about, uh, you know, uh, doctrine and, and standards and convictions uh, and about having a balance. You know, a lot of the things we talked about today, Garrett, they're not evil, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but having a balance is where it really uh, has an effect. I want to read this first and I'll be done. But in James 1, uh, 14, it says, But every man is tempted, and when he is drawn away of his own lust, and then enticed, that when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. You know, it starts off small. You know, it starts off as a, you know, a one-time thing, maybe a habit, uh, maybe something you enjoy, and then quickly, you know, sin or addiction will grasp you and take hold and tear you down. Yeah, that's that's a great verse, and a couple of verses I would like to share, you know, first Peter five, eight, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil has a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom you may devour. And uh, we already talked about that a little bit. Satan knows what you, what you would be struggling with and, and what would be more of a temptation to you. He's going to put that in your path. So we know we, we fight a big enemy in Satan. And, uh, and we talked about, you know, more on the, in the practical sense, having people that are accountable, but spiritually, you know, you, you do need to have a steady diet of scripture in yourself. Um, first Corinthians 10, 13. So tells us that, uh, there is no temptation taking you, but such is common to man, but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above what you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. And God is powerful. He, he, if he was able to raise a son from the dead, and Jesus is able to save us from a place called hell. I think he's big enough to help you with your addiction, whatever it is on a small level, on a larger level, um, whatever that is, the Bible and, and God, it wants to speak to you through his word to help you step by step. And just some things spiritually that I think would, would help is, is first prayer and fasting. And you really want to get God's attention. It's important to you. Make it a priority in your life you know, make sure that you tell God that it's important to you, that you pray and fast over that, that situation. And, and then secondly, you know, memorize and meditate on scripture and those things, when you go to do something that's wrong, um, you might fall into temptation, but I promise you there, there might be a scripture verse that that comes in your mind that you've thought of, you've memorized, you've, you've meditated on it. You say, you know what, I, I don't need to do that. Or maybe I need to replace this area in my life. And the Bible and, and prayer will help you, you know, not to say that it won't earlier, but it will help you and it will help you get past those things. And, and really, we talked about a lot of areas, Dalton, in this, in this topic, you know, what an addiction is and, and different types of addiction. And, uh, you know, whether um, examining yourselves, whether it's something that's it's a big problem or a little problem, uh, but replacing those things, finding solutions to, to get over those things. But, you know, we're, our, our podcast is Discover Grace, right? And uh, we want to find God's grace in any situation. And in this situation in addiction, sometimes, especially with, with the pornography addictions, with, with alcohol, with drugs, 
you think I've done these things. God could never use me. You know, God would never want to use somebody who's been defiled like I have, but that can't be further from the truth. God wants you to forsake that sin, confess it, uh, forsake it. And then, you know, live a godly life after that. And God's used so many people who struggle with things, who did things that they shouldn't have had quote unquote, big sins. Um, all sin is sin. And God wants to use you in a special way. And he's definitely not done with you. It's just, you need to get help. You need to get take those things taken care of. Um, and then man, just dedicate your life to what the Lord has for you because it's not over. It's not over once you start doing things that you shouldn't, you just need to confess and forsake that and live a godly life and, and what God wants you to do. Amen, Garrett. That you really killed it at the end there. Uh, that's that's all uh, something that we should take in and absorb like a sponge. Uh, but but yeah, God wants to to take you. Uh, he wants to renew you. And he wants to send you back out there and help someone else uh, with something you're struggling with. Uh, and the best thing you could do is uh, to get freedom and conquer that uh, only through the only through the the Lord, and get out there and help someone else that's struggling with the exact same thing that you're struggling with. I love it. Grace is greater than our sin, man. And uh, very thankful for the Lord. And uh, if you're struggling with something, make sure you, you take some of these thoughts uh, into consideration. And uh, of course, in a 30 minute podcast, we can't touch on everything. Um, but we want you to, to really have com- these convicting thoughts, inspiring truths from the word of God to infiltrate your heart and your mind and really come, you know, to light on some things that maybe we struggle with, or maybe some areas that we need to improve on. And and I can promise you in, in these areas that we've talked about in these few episodes we put out, you know, there's some areas that myself and, and I'm sure Dalton we've struggled with or, or we need to work on at some point. And, and we all do, um, but we're all in this together and uh, we all want to serve the Lord. We all want to do what's right. Um, it's just as brothers and sisters in Christ, we got to help each other out. And, and so I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Make sure you like and share the podcast. And uh, we really appreciate everyone who listens um, keep listening. And uh, like I said in the podcast before, we're really going to start getting guests on here and getting it rolling. And uh, But definitely um, a privilege and honor to be able to do this podcast. So thank you for listening today. And uh, for Garrett and Dalton, we hope you have a great day in Jesus.